Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And Happy New Year to everyone. Um, welcome to Power Prayer Ministries International. Where there is power in prayer, where there is prayer, there is power. And I want to just thank God for everybody that's here. And I just pray y'all had a good holiday season. Amen. Amen. I just thank God for you. Uh, and um, also, I'm just eager to see what the Lord's going to do for you this year. I'm very eager and I'm excited. What the Lord's going to do. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Ebasu kabado kusi. Ebasi kebado kasi kiye bado. Kabado kusi kiye. Ebado Abaso kabado do kusi, ebado kasi kebado do kusi, ebasi, ebado kusi kebado do kusa, ebasi kebado do kusi, ele balo so kada. Father God, in the name of Jesus, never again will we allow the enemy to control our emotions, but we yield our emotions to the joy and the peace of God. Never again will we allow the enemy to control our sexual character, but we will yield our body as a living sacrifice. Never again will we allow the enemy to control our minds, but renew our minds with the word of God. Never again will we allow the enemy to control our appetite, but we yield our appetite to the control of the Holy Spirit. Never again will allow the enemy to control our tongue, but we yield our tongue to the Holy Spirit. Never again will um, we'll allow the enemy to abort any plans of God for our life. Never again will we behave unseemly, for God does, does not behave unseemly. Never again will we seek our own. Never again will we seek our own, for love does not seek its own. Never again will we think, for 
love does not think evil. Never again we will lose hope, for love hope all things. Never again we will uh, give up, for love endures all things. Never again we will we act and think like a child. Never again we will allow the accuser to accuse us, for we are washed and cleansed by the blood of the Lamb. Never again will we labor, and our work will not be in vain. Never again will the heavens be shut over our lives, for the Lord has opened the windows of heaven. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, Lord, I ask you, ask of you to forgive us of our sins, knowing and unknowingly. Forgive us of every thought, action, and deed this day. Lord, we thank you for the holidays. Lord, we thank you for the new year. Lord, we thank you for life, health, and strength. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, protect your people. And Lord, even as tax attacks going against Iran, and Lord, protect America, Father, in the name of Jesus. Protect America. Protect your Christians all over the world. Protect your people who is in Iran and Iraq. And, Lord, you protect the Americans, protect those of other countries in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, shut down the plans of the enemy against your people in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we come to you because, Jesus, you are the King of kings and you're the Lord of lords. We come to you, Father. Jesus, we come to you, ask you to help us through these chaos moments. Lord, I speak peace where there's been division. Lord, I speak peace where there's been confusion. But, Lord, in your word, you say uh, Satan is the author of confusion. But, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we drive out Satan and his confusion in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just say thank you. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, Lord, we come to you. Protect us, Father, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, and, Lord, I pray for the right president, whether it's male or female, that, Lord, you put the right person in office in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, no matter what, you will protect us. Lord, we pray for godly leaders in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, Lord, we pray that this year will will not be like last year. But, Lord, we will walk in obedience to experience the fruitfulness and the joy of you, Father, and of your blessings. And, Lord, I pray this will be a year of perfect obedience. This will be a year of focus. This will be a year that men, men will cry out unto you. And, Lord, I pray that men, prayer, and assessors will rise up in the name of Jesus. Because, Lord, that, Lord, many men wait on women to intercede. But, Lord, you call all men to pray. You say all men should pray without ceasing. Lord, I pray for the men that they will pray without ceasing. They will pray for their families. They will pray for their ministries in the name of Jesus. Lord, I lift up. Pastor Tony Evans, 
and, and the loss of his wife, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, comfort Tony Evans in the name of Jesus. Comfort him, Father. Comfort the children. Comfort the grandchildren in the name of Jesus. Lord, comfort him. And, Lord, I pray for the leaders who have lost a wife, a lost a husband. Comfort them in those, in those times in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, you say in your word that life is like a vapor. Lord, I lift up uh, Pastor Mike, Father, and the loss of his father. That, Lord, you will comfort him, his wife, and comfort his children in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we just say thank you. And, Father God, we love you, and we praise you, Father, for this day. And, Father God, I pray for unity over the people in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we love you. And, Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Praise God. I know we have... Uh, Came upon uh, year 2020. You know, many of us have survived uh, a decade. Uh, you know, 2020 in man's sight is perfect vision. You know, when you hear 2020, that's good vision. And God is a God that use numbers. But um, uh, I encourage everybody don't use. You know, they say 2019 is this, 2018 is this, 2017. But I pray that 2020 will be a year of obedience. When you walk in obedience, you will see things clearly. For example, we all been raised by our parents, whether it's both parents, a mother or father. We don't always understand why they tell us to do things a certain way. We don't always understand how they think. We don't always understand um, how they how they do what they do and why they do. But what I have learned, the older you get, your understanding. When you have understanding, you have received a vision. See, you, you can have a plan, but it doesn't mean you understand the plan. When God has a plan for us, he shows us, but it's just the, the things in between he don't show you. For example, when you look at a blueprint of a home or a building, you see the blueprint, but you don't know how it's going to become. Um, you know, it's dealing with professional, like you go in a professional building, and they have a marquee of how the building going to look like. So it's like, you know, like a scale, like a one-tenth scale, you know, like a model of how the building going to look after they build it. And we say, how are they going to build this? How are they going to build that? But as time progresses, and you, and you see the dirt, and you say, ooh, this don't look too good. They tore up the dirt. 
and you see them putting nails. You see the frame, whether it's a wood frame, whether it's a steel frame, and you you see the, them pouring concrete. And you see people getting dirty, getting sweaty. You see the long hours. You see the frustration. But at the end, you say, bro, this is a beautiful building. This is a beautiful place. In order to get God's vision, you have to walk in obedience with God. No vision will be fulfilled in your life if you're walking in disobedience. God ain't going to allow you to see everything. There's some things he allows to see. But in obedience, you'll see more. You'll see the clear picture. And you will not doubt God. You will not say, well, God, I wish you would have done it like this. Your ideas, your perception will not be involved with it. You'll say, I thank God that God worked this out. I thank God that I released this to him. A vision is not only a natural thing. We always look for things naturally, but it's a spiritual things. If you don't have vision, you don't have motivation. I'm going to tell you this. This was more common when I was coming up. You know, I thought my parents were so mean and so brutal. I thought they were so strict. But in my mind, I think, man, when I graduate, I'm going to get my own place. That was my vision. I didn't know how my place going to look. I don't know how I was going to move out. I didn't know how it's going to work out. But in my mind, I said, I'm moving out. I'm going to get my own place. And I wasn't picky. I wouldn't say, well, I'm going to move into a house. My mind's like, I'm moving into the apartment. I'm getting away. It was a vision that happened. Many of you all that went through grade school to middle school to high school, some even college, and and, and even higher education. You had a vision when you was in high school getting your diploma. That was the vision. You didn't know what you was going go to go through with getting that diploma. You didn't know the long hours of studying, the, the homework, the focus, trying to get understanding, uh, trying to make sense of it. You didn't know how many hours and how much time you're going to put in that, but you received your diploma or GED. I mean, I received uh, degrees in biblical college or, um, or earthly college, but you had a vision, say, I'm going to get my degree. That was your vision. Everybody needs a vision. Some of y'all design a house, and you have an idea what kind of house you want or what type of car you want. There's a vision, and you work towards getting that vision. Today, we're going to go to Proverbs. Twenty nine and eighteen. Proverbs twenty nine and eighteen. 
Proverbs 29 and 18. Read now the New Living Translation. It says, when people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. But whosoever obeys the law is joyful. So in order to make the vision, to make the vision plain, you must accept guidance. Many of you all, if you get, say you go to, you, many of y'all went through high school or got GED, you had to obey the teacher's instruction. You had to prepare the homework, the study guides, the syllabus. You had to do what was needed to get you to the next level. And when you obeyed the teacher, you put in the hard work, and you were joy. You, you got what you wanted, the reward. But that's why in order to get the perfect vision that the, the Lord has for you, God shows us many things. But in order to complete the vision, you must do what? Walk in obedience. We're going to go to Hosea 4 and 6. Hosea 4 and 6. And my people are being destroyed. I'm reading our New Living Translation. My people are being destroyed because they don't know me. Since you priests refuse to know me, I refuse to recognize you as my priests, since you have forget forgotten the laws of your God, and I will forget to bless your children. Now and thank you, Holy Ghost. When you are going to high school or college, you have to register to get in high school. You have to register to get in college. And if you do not fill out the application or and have the proper paperwork, you cannot go through admissions. I'm sorry if the if you can have a uh, you you can have you can be a multimillionaire. Your parents can be millionaires, billionaires. But if you don't go through the admissions, whether it's high school and college, especially college, there's a mission process. And you you have to take a missions exam. You got to take college exam. You got to have your ACT scores, your SAT scores. You you got to they want to know what's your GPA from high school. Then you got financial aid. You receiving a Pell grant, or you going to a financial aid, a Stafford a Stafford grant, a student loan grant, a student loan financing. Or your parents gonna pay for it. But if you do not go through the process, you cannot get in college. And if you refuse to know God, if you refuse to obey God, you refuse to obey God and and be used by God, guess what? He said, I refuse to recognize you as my priest. And I will forget to bless your children. Now, that's a tough thing. That's a tough thing. That's a tough thing. You know, I, I don't, it don't take all that. It takes all of that. 
So what God is saying, my people are being destroyed because they don't know me. And you and you saying, well, how we can get to know God? He's here. I'm gonna read this out the King James Version. My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge, because thou hast reject knowledge. I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, and I will also forget thy children. The only way you attain knowledge is through God and the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit enlightened things for us. It don't, it don't take all that. Yes, it does. We need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will stir up things in you. It's a helper. It is an helper. Amen. Proverbs 29 18, we're going to go back there again and say, where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the Lord, happy is he. But you have to have a vision. You have to have a vision. And God is your vision. You know, it's, a, it's amazing. People will go to psychics, mediums, for vision, but they don't want to see God for the vision. You've got to have a vision. You can't, it's just like uh, I tell people, when uh, you know, I, I tell people, I say, before you get a house, or car. You need to write down a vision. What kind of car you have? Well, beyond that, what's your income? How much income you willing to buy a car? You got car insurance. What kind of car you want? Even when God gives you a vision, there are instructions to that vision. And I want everybody tonight at your spare time, ask God for the vision. Some of y'all are scared to ask God for the vision because he ain't changed his mind. If I ask God, he's going to tell me the same thing. One thing I learned about God, if he called you to a place, he ain't changed his mind. He's going to say, well, Larry, since you want to be a, a pastor, you you can be a deacon. God, God don't change his mind. And it's a scripture, 2 Corinthians 5 and 7. 
For we walk by faith, not by sight. When God shows you a vision, you got to have faith to walk towards that vision. Because you ain't going to see everything on the way. And I'm just being honest. Sometimes we want to see everything. Amen. We're going to go to 2 Corinthians 4. 2 Corinthians 4, 3 through 4. 2 Corinthians 4, 3 through 4. It say, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Least the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is in the image of God, should shine upon them. And I'm going to read out a New Living Translation. It say, if the good news we preach is hidden behind the veil, it is hidden only from people who are perishing. Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the mind of those who don't believe. Now, that scripture says, Satan, who is the God, it gave it lowercase g-o-d. Lowercase g-o-d. Lowercase. We got all Satan on this world. No, he don't. God, Jesus Christ. Lowercase, G-O-D. God gave, God gave us power to overcome Satan. Has blinded the minds of those who, who don't believe. Satan only blinds the minds of those who don't believe. You know, Satan don't, don't come here just blinding folks. He don't say, I'm going to blind you, I'm going to blind you. I'm going to blind his vision, I'm going to blind his dream. He only can blind for those who don't believe. If you don't believe, he can blind you. I'm going to say that again. It says, Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded, cast him, the mind of those who don't believe. You have to give him power to blind your mind. They are Unable to see the glorious light of the good news, they don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. So you need to believe. That's why it's not good to share your vision, to share your dream, to share prophecies with everybody. Because if you ain't careful, you, you'll start becoming unbeliever. The clear vision that God gave you becomes them because you allow Satan to blind you. That's why it's important to share what God tells you to share. And not everything is meant to be shared. I'll say it again. Not everything is meant to be shared. So you need a vision, and and you got to have the Holy Spirit. Your pastor is not the Holy Spirit. The priest is not the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit to show you. It's a helper. I'm going to tell you this. 
we all getting older, and most of us need glasses. The glasses that help us to see. Some of y'all are walking on, on say, on a cane or, or on a, a walker. It's to help you walk. It's not to depend on it. It's to help you. Medicine is there to help you. Books are here to help you. And we need the Holy Spirit to help us with the vision. The Holy Spirit will show you the blueprint of your life if you allow the Holy Spirit to show you. But if you don't believe, the enemy will always keep you blind. He will always keep you blind. He don't care. He don't want you to see. Because um, some people say, well, how, uh, I was a sinner, and I was blind, and God came in your life. When God comes in your life, you see things differently. And I don't care what nobody say. You get in a crunch and a, and a bad jam you're going through, even the most evilest person will call on God. Amen. I thank God for everybody I'm coming to a close. But get a vision. And with the vision, walk in obedience. We can sit here and some of y'all been in church all your life. And y'all think God's going to change his mind. God is not going to change his mind. Because you, and you know what I noticed? There's many people in church today still waiting on God to change his mind. Well, God, you got to change my God. I just don't want to do that. Go so call someone else. Even when Moses had a difficult time speaking with the people. God said, Aaron helped Moses in talking with the people. God would send helpers your way. You can't do this by yourself. Well, I don't need nobody. That ain't God. We'll help us for one another. If you don't need God, it's just like telling your hand, I don't need no fingers. Telling your feet, I don't need no toes. Telling your head, I don't need no eyeballs. Telling your ears, I don't need to hear. We are all here for a purpose. We're all here for a purpose. And only way a vision can be fulfilled in your life, you have to walk in obedience. I'm going to tell you this. You want to get married. You want a home. You want a new vehicle. You want a job, a new job, a position, promotion. You want a church Those, uh, you, you want uh, better credit, you want a specific credit card, you want a vacation, many things you desire. 
but you have to walk in obedience. And it's not easy. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say, oh, I, I just walked in obedience. But God has blessed me over the years. I didn't want to be obedient because I believe it should change. But God just changed it. God said, I'm not, it's not going to change. But God, it has to change because you, you have all power. And God said, yes, I do, but I don't come against man free will. I'm going to share this, and I'm, I'm going to be quiet. I went to a dealership that was, who helped me, Holy Spirit, that was roughly 16 years ago. And when I met this guy, I wanted a certain vehicle. And and we worked out the down payments. And I love this vehicle. It's nice. It's what I wanted. Long story short, when it came to time to do the business, the guy reneged. He backed out. No, I can't do this. If you can do a little more, I can do this. So no, I can't do that. So he bagged out the deal trying to get a car. He didn't want to obey God. So I say, fine. I was a little hurt. I was a lot hurt. And it was confirmed, you know, through a, a, a prophet that this person uh, should have been a blessing because I was going to do everything. I just needed time. He didn't do it. And it was like a small mom and pop type of dealership. So after that, I went to uh, a well-known dealership in Houston. And when I went there, my credit was tore up from the floor I didn't have the money, and and the people, you know, with back then you can write a check and you can post date it for two weeks in advance. And the car was a newer model, I think. At the time it was two thousand three. I think that vehicle might have been two thousand one. It was a newer vehicle, and. Um, and it was the same money I was going to put down for a vehicle that was a 97, 96. And the Lord gave me favor. And the people say, you don't have to post date no check. Just bring the cash when you get it. I think they gave me two months, but it was done in less than two months. And the notes was was good. Everything worked out fine. So what I'm telling everybody today Obedience is better than sacrifice. And that guy at that mom and pop shop didn't want to do it. I went to a dealership and they did it. And I ain't had to post date no checks. And they trust me to bring the money. And I had the money for them. And at the time, I was starting a new job. And I give God the glory. But I did not give up. I didn't give up. You think it's easy? 
it's not easy. I didn't give up. And I went to this ship, obey God, and I got what I desired. So what I want to tell everybody, in order to get what God has for you, in order the vision to be fulfilled in your life, you must walk in obedience. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And we cannot sit here and be petty. But God, you did it, but it ain't what I like. Don't be petty. Because you would miss many opportunities being petty with the things of God. Um, I remember this young lady had an opportunity to get a car. The people were going to give her the car, but it was like a light brown color. And it was, it was a nice car. It was a, I forgot what car it was. It was a nice car. And she ended up missing an opportunity to get a, a nice car because she wanted red. She didn't want no light brown. Guess what? She she had to walk. She had to continue to walk and rent car for being petty. Don't be petty. And that and that was ten years ago. I was like, no, it was longer than that. It was ten, fifteen years ago because they don't even make that car no more. But we can get stuck on the wrong thing. Like I had a situation and I wanted a certain home. And you could, you know, I'd say, oh, I, I got to have this home. But it didn't sit well in my spirit. But when I met the realtor, what he said and what he posts was two different things. And I said, Lord, thank you that I didn't walk into a trap. Thank you I didn't walk into a scam. Because God promised with a house and he blessed me with a house. He showed me. He, he he confirmed it. But I had to walk in obedience. Amen. I thank God for everybody that's here. And anybody want to give your life to the Lord or rededicate your life to the Lord, it's important that you do that. Tomorrow is not promised to you. Next week is not promised to you. But give your life to the Lord. Uh-huh. Give your life to the Lord. Amen. Anyone want to give your life to the Lord or rededicate your life to the Lord? Repeat after me. Repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I need you. I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for dying on the cross. For my sins. For my sins. I open the door. Open the door. Of my life. My life. And receive you as Lord and Savior. 
Thank you for forgiving my sins. Thank you for my sins. And give me eternal life. Give me eternal life. Take control. Take control. Of the throne. Of my life. My life. Make me the kind of person. You want me to be. You want me to be. Thank God for everybody who gave your life to the Lord. I pray you go to a church in your local area. And I also pray that you will uh, walk with God. And I pray that you uh, read, go into the Word of God. You can read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Learn about the things of God. And I also encourage you to pray with the talking to God through time and we get better and better. And I also encourage you to attend Bible study in Sunday school. And, that, and that's very important. You know, I don't care nobody say. But Bible study and Sunday school is very important. Amen. I thank God for everybody that's here. Anyone have any testimonies? Anyone have any testimonies? Any testimonies? Amen. Any testimonies? Anyone have any prayer requests? Any prayer requests? Now, if you have any personal thing you want to share, or you can email me at powerofprayer at hotmail.com. You can email me at Power prayer at hotmail.com. Amen. I thank God for everybody. And I pray that everyone had a good new year. And just thank God that you're alive and well. You know, Amen. this new year. I just pray everybody had a good new year and and you know. I hope you didn't make no you know, like I don't do New Year's resolution. You know, uh, my prayer is, Lord, let this year be better than last year. You know, like, oh, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I just I say, Lord, let me walk in obedience like never before. Yeah. And that's what we need. We need to walk in obedience. You know, and we can sit here and. God want to bless us with so much out there. He want to bless us. There's a lot out there. He want to bless us. But if we don't want to walk in obedience, what's the use? What's the use? Amen. I thank God for everybody who come to a closing prayer. And also this week, I want everybody to lift up, our, you know, the president. I know he went through the impeachment. But he still need prayer. 
Mm-hmm. So just pray, pray for America. Pray for America. Pray for the churches. And begin to pray. Pray, pray. Don't wait. Don't wait for for Sunday to pray. Well, I can get my pastor to pray for me. No, you need to pray for yourself. I can get my apostle. I can get the man or woman of God to pray for me. No, pray for yourself. Mm-hmm. Pray for yourself. Because what about you can't get hold to him? But if you can't get hold to him, what you going to do? Mm-hmm. Then what you going to do, get mad at them because they ain't answer their phone? You know, that ain't, that's not God. Go pray. Amen. I'm coming to a close. Okay. Heavenly Father, we love you, and we thank you for this day. And the blood of Jesus over everybody on this line, the blood of Jesus over the children who is going back to school, who is going back to college, blood of Jesus over those who are going back to work. And, Lord, we we thank you for this new year, our new year beginning October, the Jewish New Year, where we're walking into the carnality of the new year, Father. And, Lord, we just thank you for another day like never before. And, Father God, I speak blessings over everyone. I speak their minds to be clear. I speak deliverance to their minds, heart, soul, and spirit. Lord, I speak deliverance, Father. Lord, hear your people's own wounds, Father, in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we love you, and, Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I want to tell everybody good night. Be blessed. And Jesus loves you, and I do too. Good night, everyone. Good night. Be blessed. Good night. Be blessed. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.